Welcome to Yoke, Rehatched, Generation Next with Larry Tazuma and Summer Wind. Yoke, 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 Yoke. Welcome to the Yoke Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Tazuma. Along with me is Summer Wen, our producer and co-host. Say hi. Hi. How how are you doing? It's um, been a, a it's little been bit. A little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were talking. Was it right before the? No, right after the holidays, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I'm in my almost eight eighth week of mm-hmm. having my broken ankle. I should be on my feet in about a week. I mm-hmm. got to get a doctor's approval first. But yeah, it's a. It's, You're healing well, dude. Yeah, you look great. Healing, thank you. For very all much. the people who can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I I just fasted and I actually actually broke my fast because you told me that it's not good before an interview to fast. <laughs> so I was like, I, your I brain ate. Brain needs energy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was just doing a twenty four hour fast, but now it's it's twelve. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'll catch up with with it tomorrow. Okay. Well, today we have. As our guest, mm-hmm. Alexandra Bukyun Chan. Oh hi! Did I say that correctly? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm okay. so glad you said Bukyun, and it was at Bakun. Yeah, yeah. Bokun. <laughs> I've known you. I've known you for years as Bukyun. Yes, you you have. Yeah, a long time. A long time. Years and years. Mm-hmm. So it'll be decades. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Small, small decades. Because you guys look young. As they say, Asians don't raise them. Because you definitely don't raise them. Ah,、oh, thank you.、Mm. I'm still glad there's not a camera on me right now.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all schlumpy, schlumpy after、yeah. my lunch. <laughs> um, so, Alexandra, I'm gonna go through some recent credits. She, um, oh, it's on another page here. Um, Tiny Pretty Things, which is on Netflix. Artificial, which I loved, which was on Twitch TV a few years ago.、Uh, most recently, Mrs. Davis. <laughs> Yeah, I just、captain. I just saw it. I didn't even watch it until I heard that you said she was in it, and I watched it, and you killed the first episode. It made、really? me think. Honestly, it was like it was that Watchmen kind of. I love Watchmen. Yeah, so because it was that Watchmen kind of like I don't know the um uh what do you call it when the the gra the gravitas or the gravity of the situation、mm-hmm. she lays it on with artificial. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, um, well. Damon Lindelof,、mm-hmm. the creator,、oh、God, exec、so、producer,、lovely. and the writer,、uh, did the Watchmen as well.、Ah, yes. So that's why you have that same、oh, kind of vibe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and that kind of fantastical、mm-hmm. suspense and comedy and co- and,、uh, and yeah,、mm-hmm. worked yeah. comedy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Um, yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. The first, the pilot.、Um, sometimes the pilots don't、um, carry on to makes people. Not choose the second episode, was, but this one did. This、yeah. made me. Want I watched、more. this show strictly because I was reading the Washington Post. It was like the top ten shows to watch in two thousand twenty three. So I was watching it. And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he get the surprise? Oh, I'm so glad.、Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I was surprised that I got the role、hmm. because you know it's a captain of a ship, and so I, I thought, well, first of all, they'll. Hire a a, a man,、mm-hmm. um, and someone who speaks fluent Korean. Sure, Flu- fluently, I can I can get by, you know, in a restaurant and stuff.、Um, and so when I had, I think the second callback, I thought, okay, I think they're serious about me. Yeah. <laughs> and when I started working on it, I was like, wow, this is it's it was so dreamy.、Huh. I got to work with.、Um, Ben Chaplin. Ben Chaplin. I know because it's like the grandson of Charlie Chaplin. Oh, no, no, I don't think、Wait. he is. Oh shit! Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about it, and everybody thinks that he is. Oh my god, he is! Unfortunately, I I don't want to burst your bubble, but I it, because everybody says, you know, oh, how was your grandfather like? Blah, oh blah, no, blah. he must、oh, hate that. <laughs> yeah, but he, you know, it was so weird because <clears throat> decades ago when he first got on the scene. He was. I mean, he still is. You know, he's very attractive. <laughs> he was a heartthrob. Yes,、yeah. yeah. like every girl that I knew was、uh-huh. like, "Oh my God, who is that British guy?" And I finally got to work with him, and he's great. He's he's wonderful, really generous,、um, sweet. Everything about him was great. So、mm. it was it was a breeze working with him. Have you I, watched the whole series? I I did. You it's, did. It's so because I did. You know it's. 
these days when it's a limited series, yeah. you don't get the entire eight scripts or episodes. Right. So you're just given, you're lucky if they give you an, your episode before you mm-hmm. shoot. And so I had no idea where this was going. And while we were shooting, we did it in so many different ways. Hmm. And I asked Owen, the director, um, and he's also the EP. I said, well, what am I talking about when I say, um, I'm so sorry that happened to your Shit. daughter oh. and whatever. And he's like, well, what, whatever you want to make up. I'm like, okay, well, I have, I have a wild imagination. Uh-huh. So I will write an entire story behind this. Oh, wow. It may not be right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, go for it. So it's not in the script, yeah. but it helps me as an actor yeah. to write even like a journal in character mm-hmm. about what is going on, what has happened last year, and who is this person. Because they never told me who this person was. So let me get this clear. AI, the AI is Mrs. Davis. And, yes. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Davis is, is talking in your ear through Everybody the earpiece? Everybody, except, except for Betty Gilpin's character, which is... Because she hasn't yeah. quite signed on yet. Right. No. Okay. Right. And I'm still it's still because I watched it just once and I think it it deserves multiple viewings to yeah. kind of understand everything because yeah. it's so crazy. Yeah. Um and to my understanding, because they don't explain anything to us anyways, mm-hmm. um, is that the AI has basically and this is very timely because there's this threat of AI mm-hmm. taking over mm-hmm. the world. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is what if the AI takes over the world Mm -hmm. and you need to stop it in some way. And so Betty Gilpin's character Mm -hmm. is put on this, like, it's not a wild goose chase. Like it's a quest. Yeah. yeah, A quest. Mm -hmm. For Um, the Holy Grail. Yes. That's right. Holy Grail. And and so cliche kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they, what they do is they work with cliches. Mm -hmm. They, they turn it inside out, Mm -hmm. upside down. And it's in this, in this universe of, what if everything went out of control mm. and everything that we're, we're familiar mm. with is turned upside down and it's controlled by this looming threat of AI, of AI. which is present right now, Yeah, you know? And so, but it, they just take it one step further where it just creates so much mayhem. Can we, can we transition into uh, artificial? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, and I saw you. I saw you in both episodes when it was when it was just airing, and I'm like, ah, oh, thank you, mesmerized because I know Toru. You know? Oh, do you? Oh, I'm he's great. Toru, and I'm watching you both, and I'm like, this can't be scripted. This cannot be scripted. That's that's the thing. The mm. the trick is to make it look like it's not scripted. Mm. So we had really good writers, and um, and we had to act as if. So basically, it's interactive, and I've never done interactive before, mm-hmm. which means that while they're shooting, it's live. Yeah. While they're shooting, people are commenting on everything, right. oh my including God. the way you look, your hair, oh, your performance, wow. uh-huh. because these are these are Twitchers. Twitch, Twitch kids who are like, they don't, they don't give a crap. Yeah, no. that's the whole format. They're like porn acting. Well, yeah. they didn't say that about me, but they're like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So they're commenting and, turn that off. I'm, commenting <laughs> and when it comes time to, they're voting on something, in which direction my character should go in deciding if I should adopt this daughter who's um, a robot or something like that. So it's interactive in that way. They get to decide the outcome of the situation. Wow. And so you would think that, and so we have to deliver it in such a way that, oh my God, they cho- the audience do- chose that we have to adopt this. So we go in, a, in that direction, but what happens is there are three choices. So the script has three choices. And it's like a game. If, they, if the audience chooses this, your, script, your lines will go to... <gasps> Line oh, B. It's just like the video games. Yeah, it's like video games. Um, Line yeah. B. Whoa. But it's live though. Yeah. So as an actor, there's this, I don't want to call it the, the challenges that yeah. you have to make it seem like you're, uh, you've, you've 
discovered, oh my god, you know, it's mm. it's it's the B reality. And then and then and then you play it with the B uh through line in the right. script. So was there any improv- it is, it, improvising no, at all? No, it is even like Oh, that's crazy. Well, um well, you know, yeah. those kinds of um filler words mm. are completely in the script. Okay. It is to the punctuation. But you have to, you know, but that's our aim as, as performers. We yeah, have to make really, everything look natural. That really gets, how do you say it? it? That really makes you guys have to be on top of your game to do that. Oh, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. <laughs> like, before every shoot, every time before, you know, five, four, three, two, <laughs> we're like, oh. it was it was a little, but it's, it's great practice for right. actors with a script. So when it comes time for being in a live audience with a teleprompter, mm-hmm. I am ready. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> when you're presenting, you're ready. Yeah, like, I guess oh. so. Yeah, yeah you got to read it like it's it's just rolling off your sleeve. You've, you've got to see it somewhere. It's just, it's so interesting. We you know? saw one, I think we saw one Twitch show, but I don't even know. I don't know what Twitch is, Yeah. so it's hard for me to understand. But the it's interactive a gamer's, thing. It's a gamer's platform, and I think oh. they made it, that's why they made it interactive that way, because it is a gamer's platform. Mm-hmm. And um, it's predominantly young people, mm-hmm. and um, they have no filter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so it's 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 a lot of fun. It seems yeah. perfect for my husband. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's yeah. only he's he's John Paul's only forty three, so it's like for him he's like borderline millennial. So oh I yeah, think that's that. right. <laughs> so he, I mean, Girl. sorry, no labels, but <laughs> but I think he um, I think he would like that, but. If it doesn't, you know, for him to comment, because he comments yeah. on YouTube anyways. Mm-hmm. So, but this one's like... Live commenting. It, yeah. You can see them as they're typing. It's amazing. They can probably also give you money too, right? <laughs> is that how I don't know um, if they mm. did, because it didn't trickle down to me. Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you, do they put your, um, I don't know your Instagram or something like when they do that or, or some kind of search link and say, Hey, if you want to find more um, information about this actor, you can look in the, uh, I guess they could. They, they, I don't think they did it mm. mainly because they wanted to um, retain that um, fantasy. Yeah. yeah. That, that dimension of yeah. make believe. Right. Because if I had, Oh, this is actually just mm-hmm. an actress. She's not really, you know, ah. Doctor Mom, as they would say, they and they they ah. dubbed me as Doctor Mom. So the the girl was the AI, is yeah. that right? Yeah, she is was, that a spoiler? No, no, <laughs> okay. no. I mean, she's introduced. She, uh-huh. I, I apparently she had passed away or something. So and I didn't, you know, actors are the last to know. I, when I came in, they didn't explain anything to me. Okay, I just had these scenes, and then as an actor, you just have to pad it with as much stupid information that you can believe mm-hmm. into these scenes like whether that. it's right or not mm-hmm. at least you you know it's rich with meaning right and then they explain to me what happened I'm like oh my god really <laughs> I wish you had told me yeah. that my daughter had died yeah. you know oh my so god. what happened was um before the first scene happened our backstory is that and this was not something that I was privy to as an actress um my daughter my you know daughter in 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 that um in, in the program. artificial and right in the mm-hmm. program uh, died in a school shooting oh, okay oh, shoot yeah so it's Whoa. very relevant right yeah died in a school shooting oh my god and my marriage fell apart right he couldn't get over the grief mm-hmm. he's a, a scientist mm-hmm. brilliant scientist so he creates quote unquote a daughter which is this AI oh. Well, that's just like um, Alita. Okay. But, but, but his, when his daughter died. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess it's something like that. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen it, Alita. No, no, yeah. Yeah. And that's more like a sci-fi action. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, the daughter kicking some everyone's ass. And I saw it, I like but that. I just don't remember the whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They're doing a second oh, okay. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, and so he creates this AI, which is his daughter, and... I I reconnect with my husband because I'm actually um, I got diagnosed with leukemia. Oh right. So right. we we reconnect and we, we start loving each other because you know who knows you better than your ex, right? right? And so, <laughs> I, 
I, I mean, want that the story on a tomb- of my life. I want that on a tombstone. Who knows you it's better, better than, than your exes? <laughs> you're, you're covered with some sort of a towel or something. Yeah, because um, chemo. The thing is, yeah. also, they don't give. That, well, no, actually, she, I did. We did have hair and makeup. Oops, sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but they were like, okay, it, this wasn't enough to shave my head, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, what, what, what if I just got a wig? Yeah. And I. Because my actually, I I don't really want to go into this because I'll get too emotional. But um, my mom passed away from leukemia, Aww. and so um, I know what she looked like towards the end. Yeah, and um, you know with chemotherapy because yeah. leukemia is a blood cancer, mm-hmm. and with chemotherapy you lose all your hair and then yeah. you just end up shaving it off mm-hmm. and wearing a wig, and so that's what I did. I went out, went wig hunting, and then um, I put a turban on to make it look like I'm. Hiding my, my hair. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's what my or I went through with my character. You, I mean, just to go back on that. I mean, you did use your experience for this character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was. Um, it was bizarre because. It came. Not too long after my mom passed. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Um, that's that's kind of I think it's a testament to energy, you know, yeah. as a performer because we're so sensitive to everything, mm-hmm. and what you put out into the world is probably what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, when I got this audition, I didn't know that she had leukemia, mm-hmm. and I didn't discuss this with the producers or the writers because mm-hmm. it was such a mm-hmm. it was a, so personal. And as the as they explained it to me after casting me, mm-hmm. they told me, "Oh, by the way, you have this," mm-hmm. and then I just lost it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So um, it was after I was cast, and I was going through. I knew I was sick or something. I I forget what it was. God, that seems like the. But it was it was yeah it was so bizarre it was so bizarre yeah. Um, but that show, really, I don't know if they had psychics on the show or what, because there's that. Yeah. And then there's this AI threat. Mm-hmm. And there's this dilemma about AI. What are we going to do with AI mm-hmm. when we're right. so attached to AI? Mm-hmm. I mean, in a very emotional <clears throat> way. Mm-hmm. I, and, I know both of you were, were, were on, the, on the strike walk. You were doing the strike for the Sayaftra, and, and yeah. you are both talking about this whole thing, right? This whole AI. Yeah, the AI. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then there's the AI. That was a big part of our, our, um, our negotiations was the AI mm-hmm. um, uh, factor in our contracts. And, I mean, I'm a, I'm a bad union member. I haven't read the contracts <laughs> yeah. or, the, or the, the new contracts. I know it's long. <laughs> but I, I trust the people that I voted for. So right. that's why I voted for them. Yeah. They'll take care of this. Yeah. And I do love our... Don't we all love our union? They're, they just take such good care of me. Well, yeah. If, if, and so if, I just yeah. trust that they did it. If people want to... If you want somebody to speak for you, if you're, um, if you're voting them to... It has to be a point of contact for someone to talk to the industry and say... Hey, this is not very fair mm. treatment of performers, right? Who um who take up I don't know how much of the of the what do you call it the the commerce here in in America it pays for a lot of things everybody's oh, yeah. paying for it. yeah so um aside from the exorbitant um <laughs> salaries of over twenty million everything else is good for actors I think uh, yeah and. Which I wanted to ask her, right? With the Asian wave that's happening right now, mm. you have so much background and so much um, uh, training from all your on-job training of all your series and all your parts, like your mm. your list of um, projects. So you're totally ready for this Asian wave. You can surf this as soon as they can, right? Because Honey, all these- from your mouth to, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to Disney's lips. I hate it as a casting person to see people not, not trained, in, yeah. in terms of like see everything as a job. Wherever you're doing plays, the um, it's always time, right? Yeah, it's yeah. always time. Who's prepared? Even every day. Who's ready to jump mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, and then you um, get unprepared people coming in because of the Asian well, wave, and it just how was how was your experience with Netflix? 
you you did a series. I love Netflix. Called, For the record, I love them because they've given me. You know, they still write my paychecks and my yeah. residuals. Um, yeah, residuals. Tiny Pretty yeah. Things was, was a series you did. Tiny Pretty Things was a series. We shot it in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a regular, but I was a recurring. Right. So I think I had six or seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. And so they would fly me out nice. every couple of weeks. Yeah. That VIP service is better than what yeah. we gave her today. <laughs> no, I no, love you we guys. Are, we I love appreciate you, guys. you so much for being here. But oh, the, and giving me a parking space. Hey, I, hey. I love it. I love, I'll take what I can get. Okay. I was gonna say I did watch Tiny Pretty Things, um, but um, I watched it on the because um, it's sort of like a soap opera. It's mm. like a um, like. Like space balls was a space soap opera, and then and then tiny play things a soap opera about ballet. Yeah, yeah. ballet. Yeah. And I saw, <laughs> I saw you, and it's like um, um, I love how I think I I I can't even say I'm not supposed to shame anybody, but yours is good. Um, oh, there's, oh, thank there's you. Some of you, um, I wasn't totally believing. It was, I don't, let's move on. But anyway, you playing that. You would be a terrible tiger mom. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah, you would be constantly berating your your child. Oh my God, I would be, oh my God. Yeah, but you can't. I I had reservations at first because Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't want to put that image out there of the more, you know, yet again, uh, dragon mom, tiger Mm -hmm. mom, stereotyping, Mm -hmm. um, you know, stereotyping in the casting and whatever. I'd rather do somebody with like a sordid past. I want to be a lesbian. But you know what though? Yeah. Towards the end of that series, we couldn't. We didn't get picked up. Mm. But the writers and the EP and the executive producers told me, "You have no idea where we're going with your character." Oh well. Because towards the end, mm-hmm. I got, I got a suspicion that she's actually lesbian because she used the guy yes, to yes, get yes, pregnant. Yes, yes, yes. I was. I just thought she had a really sordid past. Mm. So I was like, yes, finally, Dragon Mom <laughs> isn't just like, you know, um, a, a, like piano playing, whatever, mm-hmm. musician. She had a past. Uh-huh. She paid a guy to have sex with her mm-hmm. because she's lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, and it would be even better if she killed the guy. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, yes. I, they, they oh lead my. it like the way it looked Yeah, like with you, that cliffhanger, yeah, right? With you, um, uh, or the character um, killing June Paul. Yeah, but that's... But, British accent, uh, right? You had a British accent. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> not easy. Um, so I got cast, and I was like, yay, you know, I like the script. And then... <laughs> um, what they decided to do was normally they have actors playing mm. dancers and yeah. they'll you know have dancing doubles, mm. but what they decided to do was have real prima donnas, okay, real ballet dancers at the top of their game. Wow, doing the acting. Mm. So what happened was they did a worldwide search casting mm-hmm. for these characters, and because it's based on a best-selling book, they had to stay true to the book. So. Um, June had to be half Asian, hmm. and yeah. it was really difficult to find a ballerina, a ballerina who's half Asian at that age, who is at the top right. of her game. Right. I mean, now when you watch yeah. these these kids dance, mm-hmm. I was amazing. I was a puddle. Mm-hmm. I was. I wept. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing the way they danced. It was beautiful, and they're they're really world class ballerinas. Yeah. And it's not even typical ballet. It's like very strong, gritty. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they do all kinds of stuff, and mm-hmm. they they do like what did um, Barton do? He, I thought he was doing like karate flips at one <laughs> point. It was just amazing, and so so they found um Danny um uh, Daniela Norman mm-hmm. who is my who plays my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's English. She's British. So they said, we found the daughter. So they're like, okay, since you're the mom, you got to speak with an exactly. accent. I'm like, and that when my agent said, oh, can you do an English accent? I said, no, I can't. Yeah. And I even laugh at really bad English accents. Mm-hmm. So no, I can't. What? They need to recast. I can do a Japanese. I can almost do a Vietnamese. I can do Korean. I can do a Chinese. I can't do English. Maybe I can do Southern, you know, Tennessee, but I can't do English. Mm-hmm. And they're like, tell them to recast it. I, I can't do it. And they said, no, they really want you. She came back to me. She's like, they really want you. They'll give you a coach on Ooh, set. Free coach. All <laughs> of this. And I was like, oh my God. 
And then the pressure was on. Sure. Because it wasn't just, you know, you're acting, you know, and the emotions and whatever you have mm-hmm. to go through, but it was this accent. And, and luckily, my next-door neighbor has an English accent. Okay. I mean, Eng- English actor, actress. Oops. Okay. So whenever I would get the, and to, yeah, the, the lines, mm-hmm. yeah, and they don't give out the script before they actually shoot because they don't want any spoilers, even to the cast. Mm-hmm. But I had an agreement with with good um, one. With she negotiated cre- for the scripts ahead. Yeah. I said I need it mm-hmm. because I because if you don't want to fall on my ass and make your character look bad, mm-hmm. I gotta fly with this. Yeah. And if I'm gonna fly with this, you need to give me the line. So they're like, okay, but you can't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So that was our agreement. So, so even when I wasn't in Toronto shooting. Mm-hmm. I had this English accent because I was so scared of losing it. Mm-hmm. So five for five months. Oh my gosh! I was, I can't even do it now because I don't want to laugh at but myself. But you were constantly talking in that accent. Yes. Yeah. I was. You went right. and, and, <laughs> and you know, and I was invited to parties, and oh. people are like, and you know, I went to the artificial party because we were just rapping. Uh huh. Because they had to kill me off because I had to do this show yeah. in Toronto. Oh. Yeah. And so when they had the rap party, I went and I had the English accent. And um, they're like, why, are you, why do you still have that accent? <laughs> and I was like, F you. I'm an actress. What do you expect? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I didn't care. Yeah. You know, I didn't care. And the people who were really sympathetic, like the producers, the writers, and all the actors. This is no when you're with other professionals mm-hmm. because the yeah, other absolutely. actors, they don't judge you. Mm-hmm. They just like do the accent with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That's awesome. And it was like a whole table full of other actors. Mm-hmm. We were all doing our, you know, I don't know if it was bad or good, but it, they just made playing. me feel comfortable, yeah. you know, and it was it was great. I, I love my artificial family. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, so that was yeah. that's where the accent went. Mm. Yeah. Um, so normally, whose choice is it when it comes to an accent? I know in, uh, when you did the captain mm-hmm. role, you had a, a Korean accent. Yeah. Right. Did you choose that or did they choose that? Well, um, there are, I've, done a, I've done so many weird accents. Um, I mean, not weird. Like I've done Korean, I've done Chinese, I've done Japanese, English, I can put on my list. Um so it really depends on the project. Like for Mrs. Davis, um, I don't remember if accent was required, but I always prepare with and without accent mm. for my sake, just in case they ask me to do something they like something out. Yeah, I gotta be like prepared on my mm-hmm. feet. Yeah, and so um, yeah, because they think you guys are like magicians. Yeah. Oh, they, I know that. Because and even on the Zoom callback, mm-hmm. you know, Damon was like, S- and I asked him, like, I, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing with my accent. Is this okay? Right. They're like, yes. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. I'm like, okay, that means I can keep it. Uh-huh. And, um, and then that informs my character for me as well, if I have an accent. You know, I'm an international captain. Right. And I'm just not, I'm not just Korean. Right. And, um, and then they changed things on me and they said, okay, we need a couple lines in Korean. And I said, <laughs> like, what kind of lines? <laughs> they said, well, you're coming down. And they didn't want to tell me what the situation was mm-hmm. with um, Ben's character. Uh, Doctor, I think, Schrodinger or something. Yeah, Schrodinger. And I said, well, what if I just yell, like, hurry up and finish your food and get back to work? Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, we love that. And uh, and I was like, am I? I heard Bali Bali. He said Bali Bali. Bali Bali. Oh, Bali And um, which means hurry up. Uh, hurry up and yeah. eat. And that's you know I hear that a lot when yeah. I was going out with my mom. Yeah. Hurry up and eat. And then um, and so I just said that and and it also grounded my character when I yell because it gives me a little mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. because she's in a position power. She's a captain, and no matter how much how well you're dressed, mm-hmm. um, I had to kind of own the ship. And I've never done a, like a real, like Lord of the ship or whatever before. I said, yeah. it really helped me to kind of Summers shine. said you, carried it. you had a lot of gravitas. You, you came in, you had a presence. It was, it was oh, well. cool. Oh, thank you. You yeah. know, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't bullshit, you know, because um, I'm like thinking, 
when you come out and and I don't understand Korean, obviously. Um, um, well, maybe some Vietnamese people out there could, could speak <laughs> Korean, I should say. But when you came in and you, I can tell that you're telling your workers to, to you know, mm-hmm. by her behavior mm-hmm. in yeah. the tone of her voice, they were like, um, either like um, get to work or something like like I'm on board. You know? Mm. Yeah, I had to establish mm-hmm. that I was a leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you did. You did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <good>. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Because for, right. people, for people who don't understand the language, and even though they have the subtitles sometimes, it's like you guys have to have that behavior too. Yeah. The, so the, before you walk in, you before you're talking, you already have the behavior. So that's important. Yeah. 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 Um, before we go on to more TV, I want to just dig into the whole Korea's parliament, they, they banned the sale, the consumption of dog meat. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, this is funny. This happened in January. Not funny, but the first person I thought of was you. Oh, mm-hmm. really? I was like, yeah, me too. Wow, she must uh, be cel- celebrating right now. <coughs> yeah. right? I'm getting emotional just um, talking about yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty... I th- it was like a miracle that, that just dropped out of the sky because you know how long it takes for governments to change. Mm-hmm. You know when the Berlin Wall came down, mm-hmm. it was like it was. That's how I felt, right. because this has been such an ingrained tradition in the Korean culture, mm-hmm. and it was such a struggle. It was such a battle, and Korea is divided with the old guard mm-hmm. and the new generation. Mm-hmm who are appalled that mm-hmm. this even exists. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I didn't even want to go public with this mm-hmm. because it's my people, it's my culture. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of shame associated with it. Mm-hmm. And so when I first... You know, this all started when someone told me, oh, yeah, because you guys eat dogs. And right. I, I thought it was such a racist thing. Yeah. I said, we don't eat... Are you kidding? That's, that's an not, urban yeah. myth. <laughs> not I, all Koreans eat dogs. Well, the Korea. thing is, I didn't think it existed. Yeah. It's, and then I was sharing it with a friend of mine who's Korean American. I'm like, mm. can you believe this guy told? And she's like, Al, we do or they do. I'm like, no, we don't. And sh- and then she sent me videos, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then I just couldn't rest. I saw those videos and it. I could not believe it. Mm. And so I just got on a plane. I took some time off. I told my agent, look, hold everything. I just got to go to Korea and. Just check this out. So that was just spontaneous, that yeah. whole thing that you did. Cause... Yeah, I got up my... Because I had to see it. I okay. had... Because I need to know the truth behind this. Yeah. Because I need to know if this is racist mm-hmm. or if this is true. And if this is true, we've got to do something about it. And I couldn't believe yeah. it because it was just so shocking. I'd it's never seen gross. anything like that in my life. Yeah. And so when I went to Korea, I would... I. I couldn't believe it. Okay. And so they, they say that about Vietnamese people too. Yeah, yeah. it's um it's Korea well not Korea anymore, it's Vietnamese, mm-hmm. Thailand and China. Mm-hmm. Not Taiwan and any Taiwanese out there, I love you guys for this. <laughs> Taiwan mm-hmm. they banned dog meat mm-hmm. um years ago mm-hmm. and I think it was oh, the pandemic took out years. So I don't know if it was before the pandemic or right after the pandemic. If you're even caught eating, unbeknownst to yourself. So this is how strict they are. And this is how much they mean it. You go to jail. You go to jail immediately. And they don't get around. Mm. And I was like, I love all my Taiwanese friends. You know, it's the law. Whereas in China, it's not the law. And they still have the Yulin Dog Eating Festival. It it is really Ah. bad. It's really bad. But, you know, I have hope because, um, you know, this is something that I said to Ken Ken Basinger and I protested together. I saw a picture of you. Yeah, she's huge. She's a huge activist. And uh, I basically said, well, you know, who doesn't own a Samsung? Mm. So... Korea is playing on a global stage right now. Right. So if Korea makes this step, it's huge Mm -hmm. for this animal abusive culture. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the rest will follow. Mm -hmm. So if Korea can be the leader, I mean, in electronics, cars, whatever, they are leading. They're neck to neck with, they're very competitive. Mm -hmm. And so if they can be a leader not just in electronics, car Cars. manufacture, and everything that we touch. What about the animals? Yeah. 
you know, yeah. be a leader in that. And that was my hope. And she was like, yeah, that's, that's the great way. And so, um, so that was your message when you went to visit was, was to get it in front of everyone, be the leader in this. And also the whole animal cruelty thing aspect yeah. of it. Well, I did not speak to the parliament. Okay. Um, you can't really go into the buildings. <laughs> yeah. We were protesting in the front of the buildings. Building or yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. We, we were protesting and there were guards, so we couldn't even approach at a certain distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did a lot of protests and, you know, Korea is going through this struggle of, and I think a lot of ancient cultures go through this, of the old traditions, Mm -hmm. which I think are amazing and beautiful. Mm. Um, Some parts, yeah. (laughs) Some parts. And then there's this ugly side, Mm -hmm. you know. And, um, but we have to face it. For change to happen, we have to face whatever it is that we are ashamed of. Mm. Like, and so, even with my shame, I had to say, listen, yes, I'm Korean, Mm. Mm full-blooded, okay? And we have this in our culture, but we're going to change. And we all have a spot. Mm -hmm. All our ancient cultures have a spot. You know, look at America. We had slavery. Are we going to deny that? Mm. No. 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 And you had the Holocaust. We've got to face Uh it, make reparations, move on, and make sure that doesn't ever, ever happen again. Right. Well, the, the interesting we, thing about it is when, when non-Korean people, such as Kim Basinger, are, are talking about it, it's almost like a culture against a culture thing. Hey, yeah. we're Americans. You guys need to stop doing this. You know, and it, and it's, it doesn't come across right. No. But when you say it, and you say it on a, on a humanitarian sort of way or animal cruelty sort of way, it, it comes across very genuine and authentic, you know? I think that's why it was important for me to do it. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, is it okay to say the N-word? I'm not going to say it, but it's like the N-word, right? Yeah, you can say the N-word. Like, like I cannot, but N-word. you know, yeah. my um, my black brothers and sisters can say the N-word. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if I say, if I come out and expose this <laughs> mm-hmm. and stand up to this, mm-hmm. um it gives it a, a certain importance, um, significance. Mm-hmm. So it's not a racist issue anymore. Right. It is an animal rights issue. And so, um, yeah, you know, people like Brigitte Bardot, my, all my French friends are like, did you meet Brigitte Bardot? Yeah. <laughs> she is you and you can be best friends. Like, and hey, I'm you like, do the French accent too. Oh, uh, really? Well, I have a lot of French friends. And so uh, I'm like, no, I haven't met her. Um, but I've met a lot of um, celebrities who are animal Oh, activists. Betty White. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. I, that's, that would be great. You, if she was still alive, sure. right, you yeah. know, to do a movie with her. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, though. And Doris um, Day. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, and Doris Day, right? Animal lovers. Uh, I want to get that T-shirt that says, um, uh, if you harm... Any animal, I will kill you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know Doris Day, she's all yeah. in the sunshine, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know Miss Rita G. And but no, you don't, you don't mess with the animals. And so, and the T-shirt that says "I will kill you," That's which hilarious. is exactly my sentiment. I was like, hey, you know, it's good enough for Doris. Mm-hmm. It's good enough for me. So yeah, um, so yeah, it was important for me to step up. Yeah, and um, and when they do say. Hey, you know, they're because Koreans and Asians, you know, Japanese as well, um, there's a lot of um, weight put on um, the face, meaning your reputation, mm-hmm. um, honor, ethics, and all of that, and how you appear, and appearances are mm-hmm. very, very important. Mm-hmm. And so it was. Um, doubly challenging for me because I'm shaming my culture by doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I'm not shaming my culture. I'm shaming just a portion of it. Right. But it could be misinterpreted. And so yeah, if I'm not invited to a Korean soiree or party because I'm not spoken, well, maybe that that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I, I'm, I can forego an event mm. um, because I, I'm outspoken about this. Um, but this is what, what happens yeah. when you're outspoken about exactly. it. Exactly. Change happens and we've made improvements. Now, I mean, I want to 
let the listener or whoever um, is informed about this new law that it will take a couple of years. Okay. But oh, actually, nice. it's mm-hmm. but there are there are laws mm-hmm. now that you can't break. I mean. It has been modified, but it is a change in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So in a couple of years, it's outright outlawed. Mm-hmm. But now there are certain um, rules that you cannot break in terms of selling animal on the street, slaughtering them, yeah. um, <laughs> farming them, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, regardless, thank you for your extreme efforts and you know, against animal cruelty and even going to Korea just to, to talk about it. I mean, I, I think it's just amazing that it actually has happened by now. So. Yeah, well, most Koreans are against it. Yeah. Most Koreans are against it. I mm-hmm. mean, in fact, in fact, in the Moran market, mm-hmm. where the, uh, the dogs are in cages and it's mm-hmm. the dog meat market, <laughs> protests happen, rain, sleet, shine, whatever, yeah. snow. They're protests, and it's predominantly women. I, uh, I'm sorry to say, that, but, you know, <laughs> women have this empathy, and they're crying. You yeah. know Aww. how passionate Koreans are. They're Koreans like, are so- they will just like <laughs> rip their heart out. Well, are you killing me? You're killing yeah. my children. Uh, they are protesting say, yeah. every day. Mm. I was gonna say, um, one person, um, I would like to be seen out there protesting when he's over there in um, South Korea. Is like, hello, Chris Evans. You love uh, your dog, yeah. <laughs> so go out there and Captain yeah. America. That's crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know because uh, I've seen men who love their dogs. Um, you know Daniel it. Honey. I don't know him personally. Mm. I mean, we oh. met at events and whatever, mm-hmm. but you know he's a huge Korean star mm. and who's now working stateside. You're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, or internationally because he's in that. Because he's done. Uh, Dramas there, right? He's, he's oh yeah, that's I think that's where he's like Wheel of Time, Wheel of Time. Yeah, so but now he's on yeah. Wheel of Time with, with, with Rosamund Pike. Yeah, I watched yeah. that. I love sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay, yeah, they're so good. Yeah, yeah, and he's so good. Um, handsome guy, very handsome. Yeah, I think yeah. he's very young. If you say so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, I think that's you guys could play husband and wife. <laughs> oh wow, I don't know. I think he's a lot younger. I could play his older sister. No. The way life is nowadays, it's... Yeah, like, cougar time, right? Not, yeah, cougar <laughs> yeah. time. Um, he is a huge dog... Lover. Dog lover. He okay. has he has dogs himself. And in fact, I think um, he worked with a shelter, a mm. dog shelter in Korea. Aww. To get some of their animals adopted. I see. So... And that's something you're involved in now. I see that you, you do post... Dogs for adoption. On oh your, yeah. So the Facebook. thing is, you know, I get flat from both sides. Yeah. Um, um, because I get uh, flat from stateside uh-huh. saying, "Why do we? Are you trying to get dogs adopted from Korea when we have our shelters so are overcrowded right. and they're euthanized and whatnot?" Mm. And um, this is the situation in Korea. Mm. When you close down a dog, a dog meat market, mm-hmm. those dogs do not have a chance to be adopted in Korea because they're considered meat dogs. Right. Okay. Right. So, um. In America, that doesn't happen. Mm. Okay, you have shelters that are overcrowded and it's not no fault of the shelter or it's the fault of the owner, basically, mm-hmm. because it's their negligence that the dogs end up in the shelters. But... Um, they have a chance mm. of being adopted right. in the shelter. Korea, they don't. You have dogs yourself, right? Yes, I, I flew out a lot of dogs in Korea. Mm. And She's wa- got a whole farm. Right. <laughs> well, I've been there okay, and for I the record, For the record, because um, Los Angeles, uh, it's the law that you can only, there's a limit to companion animals. Okay. Be it That's cats why you have three. or... So it's three. Oh, mm. the- LA County mm-hmm. is four. West Virginia is unlimited. Oh wow! <laughs> and I think New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know, I did all of my yeah. research yeah. because I wanted to build a dog sanctuary. Yeah. And yeah. Santa Fe, New Mexico, I think is ten or twenty. But in LA, it's three. Mm. LA City and LA County is four. Mm. They just raised it five years ago to four, and I understand why they do that because um, they want to discourage. Uh, Fighting, hoarding the fighting yeah, yeah. hoarding hoarding animals yeah mm-hmm. because it's 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 abusive to dogs if you have so many in your house you and, and you can't afford to take care of them so i understand i've seen why. i've seen some families who have like four dogs and they want to rent from our house and i'm like 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can take care of those. those and, and it, the two all, that you yeah. already have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had no kids. So that oh, poor, yeah. I'm like, that doesn't, that sounds, that sounds like dog fighting. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see something, you got to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now let's just tr- transition back <laughs> into, into your, your, your career, your chosen career. Um, we've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through a strike. It's been a tough few years, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. How are you doing right now? Um, You know, what kept me afloat during the pandemic? Uh, Well, not well, the pandemic, it's, it was, it was nice because I had animals. Mm -hmm. So I I feel sorry for people who did not have animals. Sure, yeah. And and I'm so blessed to have um, acreage on my property. Uh So I had nature around me and my animals. So it was great. Mm. Um, during the pandemic. So I, I loved being alone. It was okay. like, no one, yeah, the phone's right. not going to ring anyway. Yeah. So I'm not waiting by the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and build this little, um, outdoor shower. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build a bridge. I'll build this an outdoor kitchen and my dogs are around me. I was blissed out. Okay. Um, now during the strikes, it was really tough. Yeah. Um, it was tough. And this is another thing that I discovered was that we could also <laughs> stomach discomfort. My stomach is wrong. It's okay. Are you I thought it could be my stomach. No, no, I just ate I something. Was I was going fast and you didn't. <laughs> okay. We could take a break. Soon. No, 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 okay. no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, you know, take breaks. Um, no, no. So during, during the strike, uh, we were allowed to do things that did not involve uh, film and TV, mm. which was commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I did one commercial and that kept me afloat. Mm. And I did, did I do voiceover? Were we allowed to do voiceovers? Um, they did, you know, they did, a, they did do video game. Um, yeah. But voiceover, I don't think was part of the strike. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, because people were still doing that, and then, anyways, I I, I noticed they had um, people were just shooting at non-union too. Because yeah, I can't do non-union. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I mean because it's stri- actors were on strike. Yeah. They they we they went the other way and went non-union to, for I don't know how they do oh, yeah. that. Well, yeah, you know they don't want to lose their homes either. Yeah. And they have yeah. to make car payments mm-hmm. and whatever they have to right. feed mm-hmm. their kids. Mm-hmm. So you I, lose your insurance, but you know you need to keep your kids alive. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I was gonna say that you when you were doing um the voiceovers, did you, we is it part of your um skill set as well? Because I didn't know that I had a skill set till I was. It's basically mm-hmm. like they, you're like. I kind of know how to swim and then you swim once in your life and they just like push you into the water okay. and then you have to like swim to the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. So, um, of course, as actors who've been on camera, you know, you uh, do ADR, mm-hmm. which is... Um, looping. Right, looping, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Audio, digital, mm-hmm. replace, replacement. I think that's what it stands okay. for. Yeah. So you're replacing your own voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you shoot something and there was a technical glitch or they want a different kind of performance, mm-hmm. they invite you back to the ADR and you replace your own voice. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes, I did a lot of ADR on Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, so I did a lot of ADR and you have to match the actor's Voice, you yeah. know the picture the, the their That's their so their so mouths and the mm-hmm. line and then you have to say the line so i did a little adr but mm-hmm. it wasn't like something that i do all the time and then with the uh, popularity of korean shows on netflix yeah. they needed because nobody wants to read when they want to show oh they included. yeah and of course, I love foreign films. And before there was, and I can't stand dubbing. Oh, uh, you know, that first yeah. black dubbing is yeah. horrible. I remember. Um, do you know Eddie? You know Eddie Murphy, the yeah. uh, comedian, right? He did Forty Eight Hours. Remember Forty Eight Hours? Sure, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Way back in the day, mm-hmm. I was in theology. Mm-hmm. They really. It was so. In the beginning, it was really hard. Like you have your script and you have the people's mouths that you have mm-hmm. to match. And of course the English is not going to match the Korean spoken mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so they rewrite the hell out of mm-hmm. the translation uh-huh. to make 
it matched the mouth. And as a performer, you have to match the mouth with the script. Um, unmarried. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like me. Uh huh. Um, she doesn't have kids and she's no, not married. That's self love. I know. And it's I was like, oh my God, yes, yeah. female power. Like, yeah. you know, traditionally to have any kind of, but I don't want to say legitimacy, but back in the day, mm-hmm. um, you had to be married. You have Asian. You know. Yes, right. you know, the whole Asian thing, right? And now, um, you don't have to. And she's this, and I didn't even know that, maybe that's why I loved her so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. She had this independent spirit, but she was also very feminine, mm-hmm. nurturing. Mm-hmm. Um, my my father thought I was um, gay because I wasn't married. <laughs> yes, I was married in my thirties, oh twenties and thirties. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll just have to accept it. That's what my parents were saying. <laughs> yeah, my 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 parent, my mom was kind of like that too mm-hmm. because after a while, you know, I've had boyfriends and such, and then there was this love, like you know, and also I was always involved with like mm-hmm. crazy people. <laughs> my mom was like oh you know you have a and then she would stop herself uh-huh. like, special friend <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and she, you know my mom is so feminine and oh so god, loving so and yeah. she would never put me in, in a very in a box box mm-hmm. and, and she you know she's accepted me for who I am mm-hmm. That's good. and um, yeah she was she was amazing um and so she would always say, special friends. You have siblings? I do. Okay, do I you? have I have an older brother and a younger sister. Oh, okay. Oh, we're in the middle, girl. Yeah. Oh. Yes, middle power. There, no one uh, yeah. I, my, uh, my roofer, who is also my occasional handyman. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what does that like, mean? <laughs> well, he helps me. He's okay. on call. Sure, sure. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I thought and, that was code for has... something. Huh? <laughs> I thought that was code for something. No, oh, no, no, okay. no, no. He's, I, uh, you know, handy, you know, you're a yeah, homeowner, yeah. you need handyman around. Yeah. Right. Or right. somebody Handy-woman. with a truck. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so we got to talking about our lives and, and, and I said, yeah, I'm a middle child. He's like, yeah, middle child. Mm. You know, whenever middle child mm-hmm. children find each other, we're yes. like, yes, you know, we do yeah. a high five. It's I don't a know connection. Where it's a connection. You know what everyone's been through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And his thing was like, yeah, middle ch- middle, ch- middle children. Yeah, it's like, hey, nice to meet you. Now leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like really nice and uh-huh. sweet. Yeah. And that, I'm so sorry. I, I, another F-bomb. No. It's, it's, it's okay. But he, he's like, yeah, so nice to meet you. It's great. No, leave me the fuck That's alone. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll change, like I'll change on the podcast. She, I mean, the pod, um account. I'll change it from children friendly to... <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, who do you, as middle children, who do you hate more, the older one or the younger one? There's no hate. Nah, for me, there's no hate. It's just um, basically your parents pay attention too much to the oldest one, which is cool. So you get your own business. You can do whatever. And then the youngest child is getting favorite. So they always spoil him or her. And so then you're on your own. So it's both. It makes you very independent, basically. Okay. I, I think it, it really depends on the family. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, my, okay. my family was... was was the dynamic was different because it depends on who is what gender the oldest child oh, yeah, is. Yeah. Sure. So I have an older brother, mm-hmm. which means that he can do no wrong, mm-hmm. and he's number one son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a younger sister, which means you know we have a princess yeah. in the house, <laughs> and it's her, not yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> and I'm the caretaker because I'm in between. Yeah. I'm the older yes female, which means that. I do, I make sure that all the chores are done mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I take care of my sister because she's the baby and I take care of my older brother because he is the number one son. There you go. So, but, and you know, as a child, you grow up with all of these uh, challenges mm-hmm. and, um, and you're hitting your head against it and, and sometimes it's, it's very painful and whatnot. But then as an adult, I just talked to, about this with my therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning, and, and you realize that those things that were challenges that you were um, wanting to to not own, the responsibilities, like, why me? Why do I have to do this? All of that. I don't want to wear the Superman cave. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have these responsibilities. Um, it'll serve you later in life. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. And then you grow older and you realize, oh, I can build this on my own. Mm-hmm. I can talk to the president mm-hmm. and I can talk to the janitor. The janitor. Like, mm-hmm. And I can talk to that guy under the bridge. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I think as middle children, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. we have this. A friend of mine told me, oh, you're the negotiator. Yes, exactly. Because you know how to talk to uh-huh. the president. Yeah. And you know how to talk to the child. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the whoever Anybody. is suffering, whoever. And I don't mean to put, like, you know, different labels, labels on people. That, yeah. uh, labels on yeah. people. But you know how to talk. You you know how to it's a typical, deal with life. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a typical, um, not a stereotype, but it's a typical... Uh, personality trait to do that to mm. take care of both sides because you're watching over the older one because they get so much responsibility and you my i have brothers yeah so, oh, okay so i um i i was only freaking female and oh, i was so favorite. so you were the princess no oh, that's wow. what i meant like like oh, is yeah, that a Vietnamese like a, thing? I'm like that child from Jerry Maguire just walking behind the behind the couch and they <laughs> see the hair but they don't they're like oh. don't, don't it doesn't matter she's just walking behind this that's how it, but it ends up being me not being relying on other people. So that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And but then I, I, we can still carry the empathy for both sides. Yeah, because you're female. I mean, I mm-hmm. think we have that ingrained mm-hmm. in us because mm-hmm. we have to bear children, take care mm-hmm. of our infants. Yeah, but, that's um, mm. <laughs> that <was just> <laughs> Yeah, we were made for that, but not everybody. But now you have the strength too, because you know how to deal with men. Yeah, yeah. Right. The or, stuff or, that we or, didn't want to, the cloak that we didn't yeah. want to wear and shirk off as as children. Yeah. You know, it was so the burden that we had to have as or what we perceived as burdens as children. Mm-hmm. We grew up and we realized that dealing with that was actually grooming us to be powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I think if you know if you're if you're a good woman, you're you're beautiful. You oh know? yeah. And I think that's why oh, you're yeah. so, girl, you're beautiful. Yeah. And I, now you see where it comes from. Yes, I own it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say that um, to handle men and boys, though, it's like yeah. both, both kinds. So all men are boys. No comment here. But I, I, I love the fact that okay, so you do the voiceovers, and you can do audiobook too because your voice is um, there's no accents. Yeah, and then in soothing, so you could do children's books. I, you? you know, I did. Um, I tried to do. Um, I started getting into it, mm. and I built up. And this is how I realized: once you put something out there, the world listens and responds mm-hmm. in a way that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. So I love audiobooks. I have mm-hmm. a membership to Audible. Mm-hmm. I listen to biographies all the time, mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, well, as a performer, I would, I would love to do this. Mm-hmm. So I joined this clubhouse thing, and I did a little sample. They're like, oh my god, you're so good. You're a good performer. I'm like. I hate to tell you this, but I'm an actress too. <laughs> oh, no wonder, right? So, um, so I was like, okay, game on. I'm going to build a little uh, a sound booth so I can mm-hmm. do my audiobooks. And just when I started taking these, it's like a whole program that you go through where you mm-hmm. learn how to do audiobooks. Um, just as I started doing that, I started getting auditions for <laughs> voiceovers yeah. and dubbing. So... I had all this equipment that I was actually preparing to do audiobooks. And then I was like, oh, man, now I want to do books. And then my agent was like, well, if you want, but it, this one pays a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Audiobooks like, doesn't pay a lot? Well, it's a lot. It's like... It's a lot more time. It's a lot more time. Oh. It's a thicker book, yeah. Uh, so it's basically... hundred. I don't know. It's like when I did the math... Mm-hmm. It's a fraction of what I would get just doing dubbing right. in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So I was like, okay. Oh. I was like, oh, man. And so begrudgingly, I did voiceovers. And then I was like, one show led to another. And then it was a whole season. So right. I didn't really have time to do mm-hmm. audiobooks. Mm. So, um, and then in between the time of doing uh, dubbing and voiceovers... I was like, okay, audiobooks, I'll get to you, I'll get to you, don't worry, I'll get to you. But if you do the children's books, I, it'll be shorter. It's like, yeah. like a few pages. Yeah. And then, and it's so funny that you say out. that because uh-huh. when, I, when I got the feedback, they said, oh, your voice is so sultry, you should do like 
adults. There you go. Suspect. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. Romance, romance fiction. Yeah, is, yeah is romance big. fiction. There's a lot saw. of that out there. And I was so. like, okay, so mm-hmm. like, like that. Um, who's the woman from Romancing the Stone? I forgot her name. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Kelly McGill. Um, yeah. What is her name? Yeah. She has this deep, husky voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, she, and now she's she's still acting, which is amazing. Yeah. But she was on that um, show with um, Jane Fonda, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's Kathleen Turner. Kathleen, Kathleen Turner. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Finally. Yeah. It's like you have to rack your brain. There's so many actors out there. But, um, yeah. That, I love her. You'll do it. So before we go, mm-hmm. how can people find out more about you or look you up or uh, socials? What's your socials? Okay, my social is... Okay, so this is um, before... I think this is why I'm pausing because I'm trying to figure out what came first. Mm-hmm. So my, uh, my Instagram handle is Alexander Jindo. Oh, okay. Like and the dog. Like the dog, right? right? Yeah. So I rescued Jindos yeah. because most of the dogs that are in the meat or that were in the meat market were Jindos. Isn't that mm. crazy? Yeah, really. I mean, they're the most, they're the national treasure. Oh, and that's like a, I mm. really Yeah, okay. yeah. So, but hey, things are changing. Yeah. <laughs> things are changing. <laughs> oh, thank so, you, Korea. Uh, <laughs> so that's how much I, I, that's how committed I am to right. the Korean dog. Mm-hmm. I'm a Korean dog. So if somebody calls me a, a B-I-T-C-H, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> That's a compliment, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I left acting very briefly to go back into animal science. Yeah. So when they would say, oh, yes, and the bitch had three three litters, I was like, oh, I was just shocked. But that's, that's, that's a medical term. Sure. You know, that's a veterinary term. Oh, right. So right. I was like, okay, so if somebody calls me... A bitch. I would say thank you so much. That's such a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just means that yeah, my dog. My female. best friend calls me there that. That's an endearment. Yeah. For some people. <laughs> I'm like, I guess it depends on who's saying it. But you have exactly. I probably couldn't use that. <laughs> I, I, I do yeah. have. What is? I probably you, couldn't say that. Yeah. Hey, but it's just a female dog. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, know. I guess it depends yeah, no, on the context. You smile, you look at the woman and go, <laughs> I guess it, it depends on what you're asking for. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, no, I have one Instagram. I changed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I changed, yeah, one so, professional and one personal? or uh, No, I, you know, I think I should because I have a couple of stalkers. Mm. Yeah. There's this one stalker. Okay, I just uh, want to put it out there. Yeah. There is this, I don't know if it's a person, no. child, or an adult. Um, they, they, Acquired my name Alexander Bukyan Chan. Oh, they. It's not my. It's not my. It's not my Instagram. They're squatting your. Yes. Oh, your name man. on an Instagram. And then they would put all these weird pictures. Sure. And I know that. They're. It feels kind of creepy, but yeah. I know that they've watched every little thing that I've done because. Wow. They would take stills from shows that I've done that I've completely even forgotten about. Yeah. Oh, God. That I don't even know where it exists anymore. And they they put the it up there as. as- Yes. Profile pictures. And so I reported it to Instagram. Uh-huh. This isn't me. It's a fake ID. Oh, that's or it's Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and they took it down. And then it popped up again. I think it's the same person. Wow. And um, and they've been DMing me. I don't even look at oh, the DMs. Oh, gross. And, um, and <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's, uh, and it's called Alexandra Big Nose Chun. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> and they only have pictures of my nose what yeah this i mean i'm sorry this is it's a little cre- it's and, and there's nothing i can do about it yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah. this is this is social media sure you know? and that's, that's and i don't know I, I can't do anything about it i just hope yeah they don't please know don't follow that one. i'm yeah. sorry i keep looking at your nose now <laughs> no i'm like what is it about my nose yeah, really. and it's i was like big, is it really that big or? no it's not i always thought it's it's you know no, normal it's, it's no. perfectly proportioned yeah. yeah thank you thank you i like to be in proportion but that was that was kind of creepy and um, of course i have facebook yeah so facebook and instagram are you an ex twitter twitter no, no i'm not an exer okay. what, do, what do you call these people no anymore? Idea. I don't know. um but i do love elon musk yeah um yeah I'm a, oh, you, yeah, okay. you have a tesla i do but yeah. i i i agree with a lot of not everything because mm. he's still human. Sure. Um, he's not a saint. Um, 
Okay, and so I think he he was he would have listened to you when you said I love Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I don't care. He knows what he's saying. He's a badass. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so no, I just don't. I just don't need to say too much to the public. Yeah, you yeah, know. Sure. And if I do, um, I'll do it another. It. <laughs> huh? And you know, there are people that yeah, want to keep in touch with me, so I do have those. Um, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, but I don't need to. You have to have a dual life, privacy and yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Alexandra. Alexandra Bukian Chan. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was so good for you to even come to. Yeah. Okay. While we're online, this is really embarrassing because I only call you Summer forever. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, and oh. every time I come, I always say Nguyen, mm. and that's probably really wrong. Well, I guess it depends on which. Can you say for the record <laughs> how to pronounce your name correctly? Well, uh, it depends on the, the side you're on, um, dialect, I guess, or just your imagination. So I would say when. When? Yeah, the ng silent. <laughs> okay, so like W H E N kind of thing. Yeah. W E N. When? Yeah. But it's like like. Eight yeah. characters, yeah. <laughs> eight letters. I know, I know, I know. What is like three characters? And there's no relation to the Wynn Hotel. Mm. Um, oh, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. wait, so it's Wynn. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, Summer Wynn. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. You're so cute. <laughs> no, Let's, we appreciate you so much. We oh, appreciate you, thank you guys. Yeah, and good luck with this. This is this is awesome because I love podcasts. Yeah. Thank you, Al. Um, so special thanks to uh, Tommy Tam, Tim Tin Yen. Summer, uh, my wife for allowing us to use our basement as our studio. Oh yeah, and yes. um, we'll talk to you guys next time on the next podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Pop the yoke and spread the love. Yoke is back.